Welcome back, creeps. How's everybody doing this week? Or wait, no, happy Monday, everybody. I keep forgetting that it comes out on Monday now. Hope you all had a beautiful weekend. Like we did. Right? Yes. Manifesting. Oh, right, because yeah. we're talking future talk here. Yeah. I forgot. Yes, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good one. You just fucking wait. Yep. <laughs> um how was your week? Busy and really awesome. Um, Dope. still making strides, you know, as a, I, I think I can call myself a content creator. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we kind of forgot to plug it, I think last week, but yeah, don't forget to go check out Dulce's, um, YouTube channel, Dulce's Recreation. It is again on the link in our bio, bio, in our bio. Mm -hmm. We our, live by a bio. Our bio's in the back. Yeah. And um, Twitch, Late Bloomer 34. Which seemed appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can also see the Twitch streams on the YouTube channel. Though, yeah, too, right? I do. Upload Just in them, case. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to start editing them. But yeah, you can. Right on. Yes. And I just got an Animal Crossing official activity book in the mail. And I'm pretty excited about it because it has activities and it has over 500 stickers. I'm just going to trust it. I'm not going to count the stickers. <laughs> like, hey, wait a minute. I only got 500 or 499. 499 stickers is more than enough for me. <laughs> and I will sneak them in to your day-to-day, -day, Adam. I'm sure you will. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, actually, uh, one of my new co-workers, Shelby, if you're listening to this, thank you, sent us home some um, crack nip. What? Oh, yeah, for the cats? For the cats, yeah. Oh, okay. It's literally called Cracknip. Well, we'll see how Porkchop reacts because she literally reacts to zero stimuli. Yeah, she hates everything. Um, she gets it from you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dulce, have you got a tarot card for us? I do, and it's a, it's a big one. Oh. It's the devil reversed. Oh. So here's what you need to hear today, y'all. Pay attention to what you feel resentful towards or burdened by today. Whatever you're feeling weighed down by, remember, it is something you chose and also something you can unchoose. Assess whether you want to remain committed to that which you have tied yourself to. It may not seem like it, but you do have a choice. The devil reversed usually indicates some sort of breakthrough that has happened or is about to happen. This card could come up when you're ready to take control of your life. You may quit a job that feels like a trap, get out of a relationship that is dragging you down, or begin seriously quitting a bad habit. It could also mean that you're about to be, quote, born again. You may be ready to start living a more spiritual life. You may also see this card when you're at your lowest point, particularly in terms of addictive behaviors and attachment. You can't take it anymore. You are motivated to start making changes and to break free from limiting behaviors right now. Wow, that one is pretty deep. It's a big one. It is, it is. I like that one. All right, that being said, this week is not a big research-heavy uh, episode, nor will next week's maybe, possibly, I don't know. But we're going to continue on with the creepy kid theme for this week. 
and start off with a post by J.W. Cullen, 16. And it's simply called Child Seeing Ghost. I used to live with my mother a few years ago and she has a pool in the backyard. Mind you, the owners of the house before told her that their three-year-old grandson had died in the pool, but the pool has been remodeled. So it's like, you know, whatever. Um... I was swimming in it one day with my three-year-old daughter and one-year-old son. Out of nowhere, my daughter says, Mommy, it wants me to go over there. Oh, no. Pointing to the deep end of the pool. Oh, hell no. And play with him. Baby, don't go. First thing I thought was, OMG, is it the (laughs) little boy? OMG. So I started to ask her questions. Is it old like Mommy or little like you? She said... Little like me. No, no. I then asked her, is it a boy or a girl? She said, boy. She's three years old, so we obviously never told her that a little boy died in the pool. I would hope not. But I automatically was like, all right, inside we go. (laughs) She then says, it wants to know if it can come inside with us. (gasps) Shit. I said, nope, and rushed inside. (laughs) Still gives me chills thinking about it. Fuck. You kind of feel bad, though. I know. I like, but it is the stereotypical. It's a demon. <laughs> it's no longer a little boy. But either way, no. And then somebody in the comments said that the young boy wanted an eternal playmate. Very oh. sad and unnerving for you. For real. Keep an eye out on your daughter and son at your mother's house. If they are them, if they are by themselves outside, the young boy may convince one or both to jump into the pool like some uh like from the movie sinister or something yeah i i would you know i retract my statement and you're absolutely right because if it just wanted to play why is it in trying to entice the children to go to the deep end eat look even if it is just a little boy ghost and it's sad and lonely and it's terrible like that whole situation even if he is like innocently being like, come on and play in the pool. It's fine over here. Yeah. Awful. Like, terrifying. It is. Like, demon yeah. or no demon. Like, That's a tricky one. But she did go on to say that, you know, the pool is fenced in and it's all very protected and she never lets her kids out of her sight at the house. So we don't have to worry about that, hopefully. Moving on. Eek. This next one is posted by Bread Lucky. Okay. I don't know if that's like, no, it is. It's bread as in like a sliced pan of bread. <laughs> bread lucky. Maybe they're like really wealthy in bread. Yeah. Or heir to the fortune of like Brennan's bread or something. Or Mrs. Like. Baird's. And it's called My Two-Year-Old Son Acting Strange. So my son and I recently had to move into my parents for a while after a nasty split between me and his mother. We've been here for a little under a year. And as he has progressively gotten better at talking and moving around on his own, I started to notice something weird that seems to happen three or four times a week. He goes into what used to be my oldest brother's bedroom, which now has workout equipment in it, and starts to play around on the treadmill or Bowflex or just whatever. And mid-play, he'll abruptly just stop and go dead quiet with a blank expression and just stare out the doorway like he's locked onto someone or something. And if you try and ask him what he's looking at, I've tried because it freaks me out. 
He either whispers, be quiet, or he shushes you. What? But he does it in a way that makes you feel like if you don't be quiet, something bad is going to happen. Oh, my God. And you can visibly see in his face the urgency. Oh, my God. Sometimes he'll walk really slowly to me without breaking contact with whatever he's looking at and just put his arms up to be picked up. Which is strange in itself because my son does not like to be held at all. In fact, it's about the only time he lets me or anyone else hold him without throwing an absolute fit. Oh my god. I'm not exactly a skeptic, but I've never really experienced anything paranormal that I can remember. But this is something that definitely feels off to me. I get a little cold chill every single time he starts to act like that. Maybe it's just his imagination, I hope. But I wanted to get some other opinions. Am I overreacting or does anyone else think this is strange? It's fucking strange. That's terrifying, man. Did did they ever say like what the kid says like if he's asked what is he seeing? No, he How is he not asking his kid what does he see? Well, I don't know that he's like, hold on, I'm trying to like, because he hasn't actually said how old he is. He just said that he is more articulate and like better at moving around. But that doesn't mean that he can actually like speak properly or anything, like speak sentences or anything. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Oh, never mind. Two year old son. It's in the fucking title. Yeah. Yeah. You said that. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, can two year olds talk in in my (laughs) head? Like. A baby is a baby until they're about seven or eight. And then, so I'm like, no, can I mean, they walk they're toddlers, years old? Uh, I, they can say words at that point. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Not like. Well, no, every time he says anything to him, he just keeps telling him to shush and be quiet. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could probably describe it to some degree, maybe. Like, just utter some general words. Maybe, but. Maybe the guy doesn't want to know. I don't know. We don't have children, clearly. Thankfully. Or else we'd have to deal with fucking that bullshit. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) about cleaning diapers. And I can't uh, remember the kids when they were that young. That's terrifying, though, because, like, that's the only time he likes to get picked up. You know? And it's like, it's like, how the fuck does he know that you have to be quiet? Or something will happen. You know, if that's... You see what I'm saying? Like, he's insisting that you shut the fuck up. Yeah, or else something is going to happen. Exactly. So, I don't know. Like, (laughs) shit. That's a tricky one, too. All right. This next one is posted by Madness underscore Unraveled. Daughter claims a dead boy is her BFF. And I found photos of him. (gasps) Now what? (laughs) (laughs) Now you ignore the issue. (laughs) Yeah. And just for the heads up, remember I said like I went like pretty deep on Reddit. This one's from two years ago. But they say back in March, my six year old daughter began talking about the third grown child in our apartment. What? She insisted that apart from her, her younger brother and her baby sister, there was a child older than her. Who was with us. I chalk it up to a whimsical imagination and sort of smile and listen. This goes on for a couple of months. Around this time, she was also talking a lot about my late grandmother, who she'd never met, but was very dear to me. She claimed my grandma was an angel and would talk to her. 
hang out with her and tell her all kinds of things. Well, one day we're saying our goodnight prayer and after she goes off on a tangent about a cake grandma used to bake that wasn't chocolate and had berries in it <laughs> and said this cake was very special. Indeed, my grandma made a cranberry cheesecake every year during the holidays that I loved. Mm. I got such an overwhelming feeling during this conversation that after we said goodnight, I closed the door and cried in my bedroom. That sounds amazing, actually. I fucking love cheesecake. <laughs> the cranberry cheesecake, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not crying in your bedroom. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I kept wondering if it was possible that some of the things she was saying were true. And one evening I finally broke down and asked my father about four specific things my daughter had said she'd been told. And sure enough, he confirms that all of it was true and provided backstory to each thing. She's never met my dad's side of the family and this is stuff I didn't even know. So I don't know how she could know it. This confirmation made me wonder if that stuff was true. Is there any truth to the other things she's saying specifically about this third grown child? She had provided a name, how he died, the location of where he was found and a few other minor details. What the fuck? One of the things she kept saying was that he would be coming with us to our new house. So I finally decide to Google some of this information and see if anything adds up. And I find it. Not only did I find a kid by that exact same name with all the correct details, but I noticed something very bizarre. In the initial photos of our new home that we signed on, there were people still living there. And in the room that was going to be my daughter's, there was a set of four red cardinal paintings from a paint night or something. One of the pictures I found of this boy was of him and his dad and his brothers all wearing red cardinal shirts four of them and now we live in our new house and experience activity to varying degrees almost every single day if it's all true and if there really is this kid spirit hanging out with us what now i need a drink <laughs> so it's gonna move with them apparently it did oh okay so it's like latched onto the daughter or something also that daughter is a very strong fucking medium or whatever you want to call her yeah like to be able to like tell you how he died where he was found yeah all that stuff now the the poster the op didn't provide any um like information like i'm sure for her privacy and the other family's privacy mm-hmm. but fuck me like i'd love <laughs> to know the rest of that story you know? yeah and then what do you do if your kid is a an actual medium like that like it depends just... on what kind of parent you are well she's clearly very fucking like spiritual or religious if they say prayers at night and stuff you know oh yeah good point i don't know but anyway <laughs> this next one is posted by jack and coffee it's called me and my kids saw and heard someone who definitely wasn't there this morning and i am spooked I, 30-year-old female, had just woken up and was getting ready for the day in our bathroom, which is attached to our bedroom. If you look through the door, you have a full room of our bed and my sleeping five-year-old son. I saw something adult-sized move past the door in the dark bedroom at regular walking speed, so I opened the door a little bit and looked out. There was no one there, and my kid was snoring. My husband should have been at work for two hours at that point. 
I checked our security cameras and saw nothing but my husband leaving for work earlier. I chalked it up to anxiety and sleep deprivation as I am heavily pregnant and can't sleep for shit right now. A few minutes later I heard what sounded like an adult man humming, but it only lasted a few seconds. I can't name the tune. I couldn't tell where it was coming from as we sleep with the box fan on full blast right outside the door and I had the exhaust fan on at the time. I looked out of the bathroom door again. Nothing. Am I going crazy? I took a deep breath and continued to wash my face. The door was open about two to three inches and our mirror in our tiny bathroom is one that covers most of the wall from the counter to almost the ceiling. It's big and you can see everything behind and around you. The door is to my left, right behind me. You could reach in and tap my shoulder. Out of the corner of my eye, through the mirror, I suddenly saw something that wasn't there before. There was a hand reaching through the open door, gripping the door frame right behind me. Oh my god. It looked like a grown man's hand and was at eye level. Oh. I froze then turn around half expecting my husband to be playing a prank because who else would be in here with me? And the hand was gone. I even checked through the mirror. Instantly, my child screamed, Mama! Oh no! <laughs> and I jerked the door open. Nothing there but a scared kid, eyes wide open. He wasn't looking at me. Who was that? Who, baby? Who? I was trying not to sound too scared. He stared off into space for a few seconds, then seemingly forgot about whatever happened. Mama, why did you say my name? I didn't. Did you hear your name? You said my name real loud, and then you weren't beside me. I was in the bathroom. I don't think I did, buddy. It sounded like you. I checked the cameras. I checked the windows and doors. Every room and closet shaking the whole time. Nothing. I feel safer living in this apartment than I ever have anywhere else, even alone, and I have bad and I have bad anxiety. Like I said, if it was only one of us, I would have shrugged it off as sleep deprivation or night terrors, which my kid has never had, or something rational. What did we see and hear? They went on to say that so far no other spooky things had happened. Like so after like a that, it was just like yeah, completely one-off thing. Which is something that I am always, like, super fucking curious about. Like, yeah. those little random one-off events. Mm-hmm. This one's posted by Angel Cab. And it's called Daughter's Past Life Memories. To start, let me explain that we have three children. And our middle child is the only one to experience and share these memories with us. Our youngest isn't two yet, so he's not yet old enough to share with us. But our eldest is eight and has never shared anything like this. Our four-year-old daughter has been telling us about her old family since she was about two and a half and her details never change. She talks about her old mommy, Rosie, and her old daddy, though she's never spoken his name. And her two brothers and two sisters, also unnamed. She also talks about how they didn't live on this planet which is a weird thing for a child to say at two and a half. She hadn't learned about planets yet. In the beginning, we acknowledged that it could just be her imagination, and we listened and showed interest, but didn't respond except to say, it's okay to miss your old family, but you're here with us, and we love you very much. We're your family now. Other than that, we did our best not to say anything that would sway her one way or the other. 
We didn't ask for details, but we listened when she spoke openly. She always tells us how they all died in a lot of water. She says there was so much water it went over everybody's head and it was even taller than our house. This was odd because she hasn't experienced a loss of any kind and has been repeating this since before she was really aware of what death is. She also hasn't had any kind of near drowning experience and had only been in a pool once before at about a year and a half in my arms, never submerged. Last night she started asking about death in general, common age to begin developing awareness and curiosity of death, but she was so nonchalant and unafraid. Our eldest began asking about death at this age, but in a fearful way. Then she began talking about her old family again. She talked about how they all died and she went somewhere else, but she didn't know where. She said something about sitting under a tree. I responded with, oh yeah, kiddo. And she says back, yeah, then it got really dark and I went into your belly. Whoa. (laughs) Terrifying. I genuinely believe her. And I know there are many documented cases of children recalling past lives. Any other parents out there want to share a similar experience? (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah. And then I was in your belly. And then I was in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize your voice could get so deep. <laughs> I know. Um, it's even more jarring when you say that in yeah. your voice. <laughs> Everything I always think now is that the, uh, the old man from Jaws. Just was oh, yeah. black, <laughs> like a doll's eyes. That's how you say that pork chop sounds in your head. Yeah, sometimes it depends on what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, but I do love those past life stories. And if anybody listening has one or even knows somebody who has one, let us know because they are fascinating. Really, though, they are so fucking interesting. I was just laughing because you're peculiar. Why? Because of the pork chop thing. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> What? Feed me kibble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should record her tripping out when she's doing her catnip. Oh my god. Disco biscuits later. <laughs> she's saying disco biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This next one is posted by Chrono Trigger eighty six. Wowzers. Truly, the most terrifying experience I've ever had. So one night my wife, son and I went over to stay at my wife's parents' house. It had gotten dark and my son, who was about two at the time, got sleepy so I decided to put him to bed. Let me try to explain the room for you. It's relevant for later. Oh, okay. The door opens on the right side of the room. Immediately to your left is the light switch. Like any other room. <laughs> Alright. Mansplaining. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> And with this switch, you operate it and a light comes on in the middle of the room. Shut the fuck up. This light then illuminates the rest (laughs) of the room. There's a queen side bed. Sorry, I'm going to go back. Like the sun and moon? (laughs) (laughs) I'll explain the room to you as though you were from the 1700s (laughs) and I am a time traveler. As if you were a caveman. Yeah. It is like a flame from the gods. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the start. 
The door opens on the right side of the room. Immediately to your left is the light switch. And the queen size bed is just beside that. Beside the light switch. On the wall. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's a small room. Just big enough for the bed. And enough room to walk around the bed. The wall in front of the bed has a window. To the left of the bed is a closet with those weird accordion doors. Mm, They make music. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laying in bed with the lights out with my son who is laying his head on my arm. He finally falls asleep and I just lay there for a few minutes to make sure he is completely out. (laughs) Headlock. I got dark real quick. <laughs> I was thinking more like WWE kind of stuff. Uh, I got him in a chokehold. There's a referee in the closet. Like, <laughs> Making music with the accordion. Yeah. Door. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm laying in bed with the lights out. With my son who is laying his head on my arm. He finally falls asleep and I just lay there. (laughs) 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 Trying to stop. (laughs) See how much stronger (laughs) I am than you. started out a story by mansplaining <laughs> he's like he's like showing his son he will never beat me in a fight yeah. <laughs> all right he finally falls asleep and i just lay there for a few minutes to make sure he is completely out then out of nowhere i get this horrible feeling goosebumps hair standing up on my neck and arms it was such an evil feeling have you ever got goosebumps on your scalp where it feels like your scalp is shrinking? Yeah, I have. I did that night. So bad, in fact. It literally felt like someone had a hand on my head, squeezing it. Jesus. I was genuinely scared. Not so much for me, but for my son. Because I am a man. I don't <laughs> feel fear. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I was genuinely scared. Not so much for me, but for my son. Somehow I knew, deep down, if I turn away from my son, something bad will happen to him. I thought if I could turn on the light, I could grab my son and leave the room. So, where I was on the bed, I could just barely touch the plastic bezel thing on the light switch. I was afraid to move because I knew if I did, whatever this thing was, it would get my son. His head was on my arm this whole time. So I finally chanced it. I jerked my arm out from my son and turned on the light. It honestly took a split second. When I turned back to grab him, he was at the bottom of the mattress. Like something had pulled him from the top to the bottom in that split freaking second. And I know he didn't crawl down because he was fast asleep. So I grabbed him up and we left the room and slept in the front room that night. Something evil wanted my child. This is truly terrifying. He was under the fucking mattress? No, 
the bottom of the mattress. Like, the bottom of the bed. Oh, I'm like, how the fuck did he go? No. Oh. No, he was dragged <laughs> to the bottom oh. of the bed. Like. I'm like, how the fuck did he get in between the mattress and the bed frame? And then I was like, is the mattress on the floor? Is he on the floor? I don't know. Okay. He explained <laughs> so clearly <laughs> where the bed was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you're right. He didn't explain the position of the mattress. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was we like, just I will try. The bed. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say he, he understood the audience. Yeah. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though, that is fucking horrific. Yeah, that is. Just dragging you, yourself. To the yeah, like, like, what if it was like, can you just imagine it being like a slow drag, though? Like, just he's just slowly, like, getting dragged while his father's, like, being scared like this. You know, not oh. even noticing that someone is slowly taking away his child. In a logical approach to this situation, I'm wondering, this is not for the funnies, but do you think when he whipped his arm out to go and turn on the lights, she just threw a son (laughs) into the bed? And then was like, oh my God, Jonathan. I mean, maybe. (laughs) But no, in all all seriousness, though, that that is fucking terrifying. We weren't Um, there, so we we can only speculate. We weren't there. (laughs) Okay, this one is by... Username UFO Enthusiasts. It's called I Saw What Haunted My Boyfriend as a Child. This is very strange. And at first I thought this belonged in a dream or a night terror form. Now I'm not sure. My boyfriend and I have been together for nine years now. I've always suffered from night terrors. However, that's not something you bring up on the first date. This was back when my boyfriend and I had been dating for a few months and had recently started sleeping together. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) we were sleeping at his place i woke up in the middle of the night and noticed we were holding hands i thought it was cute but i noticed that his hand was so pale and thin oh my god my boyfriend has hands like an orc whoa (laughs) holy shit (laughs) my eyes got used to the darkness and i saw his hands crossed on his stomach while i was holding a third pale hand oh my god as i became aware of this Something that looked like a woman with long black hair hanging over her face sat up from behind my boyfriend's form. Nope. Looked at me and laid back down. And said, he's mine, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I stroked the hand with my thumb, as you do when holding hands with someone. Oh, my God. I don't know why I did that. Oh, my God. I just wrote it off as dream logic. Oh, my God. This was in the beginning of our relationship, so I didn't tell him about it because I didn't want him to think I was fucking crazy. Cheating on him. (laughs) (laughs) Years passed, and now we're living together. He's very aware of my paranormal beliefs and night terrors. But out of nowhere, I came to think of that dream. Did I ever tell you about that night terror I had at your house when we just recently got together? I asked him with a little laugh. I saw someone that looks like Sadaku. Sadako? Sadoku? No, that's what I thought. (laughs) I saw someone that looked like Sadako in your bed when we slept. I almost got jelly. Oh, I almost got jelly like as in jealous. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell, I'm the worst. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean like a tub of jelly? I joked, but he didn't laugh. He got very pale and said, Did you try to hold your hand? (gasps) I got taken aback by his reaction. 
I told him I did hold her hand and even remembered stroking it with my thumb. My boyfriend then reviled to me that as a child, he'd have a recurring nightmare that a woman with long black hair and white hands tried to hold his hands, but he'd wake up in a panic before she ever got to him. He'd never told me this because he just wrote it off as a childhood nightmare. Now, neither of us think that they were nightmares anymore. Whoa. Wowzers. Oh, oh, and then she goes on to explain her boyfriend's dream. In his dream, his grandparents, then both alive, would live in a little room in their attic. Dream logic. His grandparents would go about their usual business, reading the newspaper and baking. The colours were warm and happy. My boyfriend exited the little room and suddenly the mood shifted. The colours disappeared and all became cold. He nervously opened the door to go back in with his grandparents, back into the warm, colourful room. But the room was empty. No grandma or grandpa, only emptiness. When he once again opens the door to go out, the woman with the long black hair is standing there. She rushes towards him and the moment before she can grab onto him, he manages to shut the door. He stands by the door for what feels like an eternity before he dares to open it again. And once he does open the door, the colour, warmth and people are back. Then he wakes up. The next time he saw her, he was sleeping at my place. Remember, he isn't the one to have night terrors. Suddenly, he bolts up and yells, She's here! She was so close to me! Scaring me out of my wits, mind you. I asked him what happened, and this is what he told me. As he was sleeping, he got cold all of a sudden. It was like her shadow ate all my warmth away. He felt someone grab his arm and woke up to pull the covers to shield him from the unexplained cold. And there she was, face hovering inches from his. I remember thinking, she followed us. She's here now. Oof. From my boyfriend's account, I feel like she isn't as motherly or protective as I first gave her credit for. What or whoever she was, she's been gone for a good while now and I hope she's found her peace. But if she hasn't, I suppose we'll be the first to know. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's... Ugh. I'm picturing like uh, <clears throat> the chick from the ring. Maybe that's yeah. what Sadako, Sadako is. I don't know. I'm literally on a laptop. It? Let me Google it. Hold on. Like, oh, it is. It's the little boy from the ring. Jesus, why does it look? That's actually terrifying. Oh, my God. This picture right here. Oh, no. That's awful. No, it's I think. It's the grudge. I think Sadako is the mom. Sadako is this. The lady with the long black hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's but the mom. The child, though, is. Yeah, ugh. yeah. Oh, God. You know, my dad still can't watch that. That's why I fucking threw away the movie. You bought it. I did? Yes, you did. When? A while ago. And I was like, and then we watched it with the girls. And the girls thought it was hilarious. I thought it was terrifying. And as soon as like we shut off the movie, I put the movie in the the box and I fucking threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. But I thought I was throwing away the movie. That's. But what was in there was Red Dead Redemption. And that's why you no longer have the game. That's where that went. Yes. Oh, my God. Why are you acting so surprised? You knew this. I knew I didn't have the game. I told you I threw it away because I thought I was throwing away the fucking movie. And you know what? Now that I think about it, I think the, the movie's still in in here somewhere. 
<laughs> and if I find him throwing this shit away. Probably in the fucking Red Dead Redemption case. If we have The that. best game ever made, by the way. So upset that I don't have it anymore. Well, you fucked up by buying that movie and be like, oh, I, I can't believe I bought a DVD. You fucking bought it. Because you're a psycho. I don't know. Well, anyway, now we know what Sadako is. That story was terrifying. Even more terrifying now. Yeah. You know, I in my head, I thought it was actually called Sakura, <laughs> which is the name of the salon that my auntie used to work at. Oh, really? Yeah. It also means cherry blossom in Japanese. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. This is the last one. This is posted by <laughs> username Susie Floozy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And it's called <laughs> The Ghost Who Visited My Six-Year-Old Son. Not that's, so fun anymore. See, see, that's what I should have called my, my YouTube channel. The ghost who visited my six-year-old son. Fussy hussy. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I feel like people would have been going there for the wrong reasons. Yeah. When my son was six years old, we moved into a house where the elderly lady named Millie had died. It was right next to my friend's house and they were having trouble renting it because everyone knew someone had died in the house. We were starving students so we jumped at the chance to live in a house for cheap. Also, we were not believers of ghosts. The house was nice and with a screened-in porch and a large yard. One morning, two months after moving in, I found my six-year-old son in his four-year-old brother's room. The six-year-old never slept with the four-year-old. I went into his room and I found he had moved a rocking chair, his toy box and his clothes hamper up against the closet door. I asked him why. The six-year-old's room was directly across from the bathroom. He got up in the middle of the night and was sitting on the toilet when he saw a glow coming from down the hall. An old lady with a candle stopped at the bathroom door and looked at him. She then turned into his bedroom and went into his closet where she then disappeared. We didn't really know what Millie looked like so I asked him to describe her. I wasn't sure if it was just his imagination but he was truly terrified. Even if it was a dream, he said she was very short with white hair. She had on a blue robe. He said the robe had lines on it, but he didn't think they were printed, but he still thought he saw lines on the robe. What the fuck? He was kind of obsessed with the lines, and being six, he was having trouble describing it. I went next door and asked my friend how tall Millie was. Oh, real short, she said, maybe four seven. My hair started standing up then, so I said, do you know what colour robe she had? And she said, Millie had a blue chenille robe that she wore every day. Chenille? Do you know what? Not Chanel. (laughs) I really freaked out then because I realised that it was chenille fabric he was trying to describe with the lines on the robe. Yeah. A six-year-old does not know what chenille fabric is, neither does this 30-year-old show me. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I know. Everybody go and Google Chenille. You will see lines. Lines. I first thought that maybe the neighbor's kid had told him about the old lady dying and it was just his imagination. But the thing with the robe was disturbing. I couldn't imagine kids going into that kind of detail. A few months later, we moved because my son could not settle down and kept mentioning seeing the old lady. After hearing the story, his pediatrician told me, Don't you dare tell this child that he did not see a ghost. I don't want him to think he's crazy. And how dare we assume 
we know everything there is to know about the universe. Yeah, fucking tell them. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I want to go to see this doctor. I thought the pediatrician was very wise and he made me a believer. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that is good. That's actually really nice. Like yeah. that the doctor's like, don't you dare tell this child he's a liar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we have a little uh, comment here from Black Cat 1206 This is a bonus. When I was five or six, I lived in my grand's council house with my extended family. My grand and granddad had lived there for years with nine children and at times a few grandchildren and my great grandmother, Jesus Christ, for decades before I was even born. My great grandmother had passed more than 10 years before I was born when my mom was quite young. My mom and I shared a large back bedroom, which doubled up as a sitting room slash playroom. One night, I was sleeping in my bed, facing my toy cupboard, which had no door, but a really pretty sheet, which mom had painted and nailed onto the frame of the cupboard, keeping my toys tidy. I remember suddenly opening my eyes to see a little old lady in the doorway of my toy cupboard. I wasn't scared, which in itself was slightly strange, as I felt the old lady was familiar and safe. She just appeared to be a regular little old lady with slightly strange looking clothes. Without moving her mouth, she said, It's okay, pet. I've just come to see how you are. Go back to sleep. That's lovely. That reminds me of your nanny. Yeah. She calls me pet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The words sounded clear in my head. Being five or six, I just said, Okay. And went back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. The next day, I was playing in the garden with my mom, and I told her about what I said was a dream. Mom, who was very close to her grandmother, looked at me, asking me to describe the little old lady. So I did. Mom looked a little strange, and then changed the subject. Years later, we were talking about family with my big cousin, Jimmy. (laughs) He's just really big. (laughs) (laughs) Who was living with mom and I at the time. Has hands like orcs. (laughs) I was about eight and Jimmy was around 15 or 16 and mom told me that when I described that little old lady I actually described a great grandmother Jimmy laughed and said when he had the same bedroom he had seen a great grandmother also in the same place as I saw her there were only three differences Jimmy knew our great grandmother before she passed Albeit he was very young, but he remembered her well. It was in the middle of the day when Jimmy saw her, and she just smiled at him without speaking. My mom got out a really old-looking family photo, and in the middle of family members I knew, looking younger, was the very same kindly-looking old lady. Additional note, Pet is used as a pet name by many people from Newcastle, and I think Sunderland. Also, where my great-grandmother's family originated from. I knew this lady was from the UK or something. But yeah, pet is, like we just said, that's a very common pet name for old people to call their little people. Ah, how are you now, pet? (laughs) I love it. Fucking great. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking great now. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Nanny. (laughs) Thank you for asking. (laughs) I used to work... uh, All right, little side note here. I used to work with this guy and... uh, just very positive and upbeat kind of guy. And the people that I worked with were all very manly and, you know, we don't talk about feelings or, you know, emotions or anything like that. Right. All very, like, from not very nice areas either. Like Okay. And uh, we were talking about this other guy one day and he used to call everyone champ. 
Be like, just that was it. Like, you're right there, champ. How are you today, champ? I like that. And uh, yeah, and these, these like hardy fucking inner city boys that I was very intimidated by were like, sometimes all I want to do is just give them a call just to hear them say, how are you doing, champ? Bleeding <laughs> 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 great now. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was really funny. I didn't say anything, though, just in case it got beaten up. No, <laughs> I'm only missed. They actually were all lovely. Right. Well, that was fun. There you go, champ. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I really like those kind of stories. And um, I think I'm going to try and make that like a little themed personal stories mm -hmm. or something. That might be like a way forward for in-between series and stuff from now on. We're still trying to figure out the dynamics of all of that with you know in terms of how the show works two years later almost two years later yeah yeah anyway guys thank you all for listening as always don't forget to go tune into dulce's youtube channel her twitch streams late bloomer 34 dulce's recreation click the link in our uh instagram bio i am still taking uh a bit of a break from social media so apologies if we don't get back to you straight away um i'm literally checking the thing right now but don't worry we will get back to you eventually and uh as always yeah thank you all love you loads <laughs> uh what else do we normally do at the end of this uh that's it that's it yeah okay and now we say bye okay bye okay bye